You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. You're the last person that used that mic. Oh, you know what I just... Or did you want to start with No, no, else? well, go ahead. When were we talking about uh, Star Wars Rogue One, the new movie? That was sometime... Was that on the air or off? That was off the air. I that can was never remember. at your party oh. when everyone was smoking pot next to your house. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My boss listens to this. Well, then I guess we can't put this part in. <laughs> no, it's okay. He was smoking pot, too. Um... <laughs> No, I don't think he was. Um, uh, he was the one smoking weed next to the baby. No. <laughs> you brought a baby to a bar? And edit. No, uh, Rogue One, you guys were talking about, you were like, oh, there's this trailer no, that's out. that there's wasn't this me. Teaser. That was Jason, Jason Cox, Cox that said that. But you were agreeing with him. You were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that came out that was months the, ago that was Walmart. That was, J- that was Jason that said that. And I was like, where is it? Where's? It? Oh, yeah, it's all online. That was Jason that said okay, that. Okay, well, then I'm You have this like weird revisionist history. No, I could have swore you guys no, were both. Like, I was just yeah, sitting there. Seen I, it, I was talking like to Kate next to me the whole time while you guys were having this discussion. I was talking to Kate and her boyfriend, Richie, the whole time then somebody else was ganging up it was like oh yeah you haven't seen it it's all online i'm like what how have i how did this miss okay go ahead it is not online no a a badly taped uh bootleg of it is online with garbled audio and video it has not officially been released so jason cox you got you gotta you gotta be clear when you're saying shit like that has not been online boom you've been burnt <laughs> <laughs> However, what I did see, have you seen? You've seen Hashtag Burnson. You've, uh, you've seen the little bootleg version of it then? No, I haven't. Oh. Right. I don't want to waste my time. No, if it's not going to be perfect quality, exactly. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, it's pretty cool. If it's, not, it. if it's not 1080p. Yeah, pixelitist. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> the master your, race. Your laminate card is in the mail. <laughs> Uh, I am excited about that though. The, the whole yeah. concept of the fact that it's like the saving Private Ryan of like Star Wars films. Yeah, we'll get to see many Bothans die. I, I, you know what? And it's about time that we get a Hispanic character in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to Hi, my name's Manny. Manny Bothins. <laughs> Manny Bothins. Uh, buenos dias. <laughs> this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. I'm Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes they're bad movies, and sometimes they are underappreciated, undiscovered gems of the cinematic universe, whatever the case may be. We will watch them and then come here and uh, talk about them in this forum with each other and then with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, and uh, and give you our impressions and just tear it apart or 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 celebrate it for what it may have done right. Um, so today we uh, we're we're a dollar short and a day late, yeah. as they say. Yeah. Uh, we 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 are celebrating the life of Christopher Lee, <laughs> who who passed away at this point like eight years ago. No, it was like <laughs> we're still within the same. No, we're not within. We're the not same within the same month. Fuck, no, damn it. Yeah. Oh. So uh, so Christopher Lee, who passed away quite some time ago now at this point we finally get around uh to to celebrating him with maybe a film that uh some people would disagree with uh but it it fell in line with us trying to get all the star wars movies in before the new one comes out exactly which is funny i went back and listened to last week's uh podcast and you're like this is the year of star wars 2017 i'm like wow joel uh (laughs) we're you're a couple years early uh but did i say that yeah you said 20 2017 must have been talking about (laughs) no i i know where you were going with it I know where out. you were going with that, oh, but okay. I was like, "Wow, 
he he jumped a couple years. <laughs> Are you the Joel of? Uh, did you like come back from 2017 and Absolutely. kill? Did you kill modern day Joel and take his place? Or I just have dementia. dementia. You have space dementia. I have space dementia. <laughs> That's right. uh, so we're going to be talking about Star Wars Episode Two: The Attack of the Clones. Um, this pile of shit Oof. that is this movie, uh, which it's so funny when you go back, you think about like Star Wars, uh, The Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, you know, that movie was really a pile. There's no way they could do worse than that. And then you watch <laughs> this movie. It's not It's not worse. It's not worse, but it, it's, it's a, not better. <laughs> it's a different kind of bad. It's, it is. It's a different kind of bad. It's, it's a lateral move. Mm, very much. Uh, <laughs> very much. There are some things that you're like, wow, well, that was nice. They did pretty well with that, mm-hmm. but for every for everything that they did do, like that was, I don't want to say right. For everything that they did do, that was okay. Less fucked up. That was less fucked up. Mm-hmm. They still have so many missteps. Oh yeah, there's yes. so many missteps in this. Although movie. with this movie, I kind of feel like it can be pinpointed down to a specific part of the film why it's unsuccessful. Um, why it's I, more unsuccessful. For the most part, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think that there are some things that are horribly overlooked. Uh, some things that I think get a pass when when people talk about this movie. I think when you think about Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. I think everybody comes down on the Padme Anakin thing. Yes, and, rightfully and rightly so. so. No, I I agree with you, right? Rightfully so. But there's a whole lot more that's wrong with this movie than just the Anakin Padme stuff. True. Uh, okay, so in hold an, on quickly before we jump in. I'm curious now. Ranking rank the three prequel movies. What's your top? Like if you if you were forced to watch one, three. <laughs> You'd start with three, and then two, and then one? Three, I, one, two? I would just watch three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. That'll and even then, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that when we go back and revisit three, there's going to be like a, oh, fuck well, this movie, too. Well, that's a very unsatisfying answer, because I was trying to get you to tell me which one between episodes one and two do you prefer. Or are they really equal on your level? Because I, I, if, if you're going to force I, me to watch one, one. I'm going to watch two. I'd probably watch one again. Interesting. Uh huh. I just feel like two has more action scenes that at least you can glom onto that. You know, I, I'd have to say that I think that as far as there are more action scenes in mm-hmm. two. Yeah. yeah, that part's watchable. Are there? Oh, are yeah. there? That that uh, we'll we'll get into the chasing at the beginning. And there's the, a, and there's the a chasing. The thing is, here's here's the deal with <laughs> with between Star Wars Episode One and Episode Two, I feel like. Maybe episode two has more more action scenes. However, my mind started getting dulled because there seemed to be so much more just plodding and fucking oh, yeah. slow moving, uh, desperate desperate character building moments yeah. between the action sequences. Things that just brought the progression to a screeching halt. That it felt like there was no action in the movie. Whereas at least in episode one, mm-hmm. what flimsy plot that you had in motion, at least it felt like there was a little bit of forward momentum going on. Okay. You know, at least it, it felt like, and I know I'm going to regret this. I'm going to go back and watch episode one for some reason or another. Mm. And I'm going to go, oh, I was probably a little off on that. But in my own head, in my own little revisionist history, it felt like at least with episode one, things were serving the plot a little bit more than okay. in episode two. That is definitely true. Uh, in this movie, it felt like nothing. There's a lot of scenes in here for, for no reason. Yeah. Uh, 
And and absolutely, this this whole relationship with Adme uh, Adme Padme Admikin. Ad, <laughs> that's that's their celebrity name. <laughs> Padmikin. Admikin. <laughs> like so so that the, the relationship like between game. these two, there's no reason whatsoever that these two should have ever gotten together. No, there, no. There, there's she there's should not no be reason. attracted to him. No, I can see why he's physically attracted to her. Um, but th- there's no reason why she should Mm-mm. fall in love. They don't share. There's no chemistry. They don't. There's no common ground for they, these two characters. They they spend time together, and in George Lucas's head, spending time with somebody equals love, equals attraction <laughs> in, a, in a relationship. Yeah, sorry, that's just not the way. This is, and it's something that I said. Uh, you know, uh, I've said this before about this movie, uh, and George Lucas, that it's 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 really kind of sad at the end of the day because when you see this movie that is written by somebody and he's he's trying to show what love is or what his interpretation of love is, you start to think. <laughs> Maybe this guy doesn't he's know. Just a, George Lucas is I just. I want to know he's what the, love is. <laughs> he's just the Tin Man from fucking Wizard of Oz. He he's is. got no heart. He's got he's no just, heart. I don't understand. Oil my arms. I don't <laughs> get it. Uh, no. Okay. In a nutshell, this movie it's just kind of it, in its own clumsy attempt mm-hmm. trying to progress the story of Anakin Skywalker. I mean, the whole the whole reason why these prequels exist is to progress that story of Anakin Skywalker right. and his journey to become Darth Vader. But uh, completely missing the point. All of these movies completely missing the point. Everybody's coming to these stories trying to see what turned Anakin Skywalker into Darth Vader. Yes. They don't care about what's going on in Congress. They don't care about what's going on in these assemblies and what's happening between, you know, the War of the Separatists and the mm-hmm. Federation and, you know, those loyal to the Republic. All that shit is just supposed to be what's happening in the background, the set dressing. Yeah. And it should be treated as such. It there shouldn't be that much that that much attention yeah, going into those it. Those are B plots. Exactly. And if he would just put he being George Lucas, mm-hmm. if he would have just put that much attention into building the characters right. and showing us the the character uh motivations and the character development mm-hmm. instead of putting all that energy into you know, well I have to reason out why, you know, what's going on with the this war in the back. No, because you never actually fleshed all that stuff out in the original trilogy and we all bought it. Didn't matter. Didn't it didn't care. matter. We it don't was, know yeah. It was the fairy tale. That yeah. was what we bought in the original trilogy. A good side, and it still a bad works. Side, and exactly. That's all, you need that's to know. all we needed. Mm-hmm. You 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 built it up too much and you turn it into science fiction C SPAN. And it's not fun, and it's not engaging. And then what you gave us in this movie was a hollow love story. I posted on social media today while I was watching this movie. What? That you never do that. <laughs> I <don't. laughs> uh, the uh, I posted something along the lines of, you know, this movie makes me so uncomfortable watching it because it reminds me of, and this is just beyond like just focusing on the bad writing mm-hmm. and the bad acting. It reminds me of when I was young and starting to experience relationships for the first time. Yes. And how horrible, like, not just me, but all young boys are. Oh, yeah. When they're first experiencing relationships and that intensity of, like, we're first starting to experience these feelings and we're try- we don't know how to process mm-hmm. them and we don't know how to communicate them. So we think that everything that we feel, we think that, it's, that that's real. Yeah. And, 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 and we can't separate what's real and, and what's just something that we're feeling? We need to just kind of process it. But we feel like we need to vocalize everything. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we're, it's, it's all coming out of us through like these boner-fueled poetics. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's all overly, you know, it's, it's, it's just 
overly creative and it's full of all these metaphors, but it's not reflective at all and it's not real and it's not engaging and it's, it has nothing to do with what's actual real between me and this other person. Right. It's this whole like romanticized vision of what I've got in my head and it comes across as just too intense and scary. And that is the relationship. That's what's coming out of this Anakin character this entire movie. And that's what scares me about this whole thing where he's just coming off way too intense. <laughs> right. And I don't know if this is just adult me about to have a daughter me where I'm like, whoa, dude, slow the fuck <laughs> yeah. down. Slow your roll. How is this girl even in, like comfortable being around you right now? Yeah. Just chill the fuck out. That, yeah. You're supposed to be protecting her. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're the guy who's... Who's going to protect her from you right now? That's a great question. And oh, there's so many points I want to make, but they're like later in the movie. Do you want to like take I, it from the beginning and push her away dude, through? Dude, just, just, just jump <laughs> okay. around like, like House of Pain. Um, well, I was going to say just to that point, um, when... <laughs> I just got to look from Jeff. <laughs> laughing at the House of Pain. Jump. <laughs> jump around. I can't see. There's an itch and I have to scratch it whenever I hear the name of a, of a song. Um that scene after he's killed all the Tuscan Raiders and he comes back and he's whining like a little bitch to her. It's so sexy. It's such a, yeah, such a turn chicks on. love it when you whine about your your boss yeah. and uh, and all this stuff. How did he even jump to, to Obi-Wan from that? I don't, that's, that's the other thing too because he's like, all right, I get it. They killed your mother so you basically committed genocide <laughs> against an entire... Because he does. He says that. He's like, I, I hated them. I killed them. I killed them all. Not just the men, mm, but the women, the women and, and the, the children. children. I hated them. And then you cut to Natalie Portman. Nat Port, uh, she's she's taking it all in stride. Yeah. Like she's pretty calm uh-huh. about the way. In the way that somebody who slowly realizing that they're dealing with somebody who has mental problems, yeah. doesn't want to exacerbate the situation. Yeah, <laughs> that was the look I that she had on her face. It was like, okay, well, come on, come come here. I'll make it better. And you know, in her pocket, she's dialing nine one one, right, and ordering a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's acting like she's ordering a pizza yeah, it's like, and telling them to call nine one one. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna pack my shit in the middle of the night. I'm gonna leave you. Yeah. Um, or you know, see, I got that. Or th- what we're seeing is a woman fall subtly into like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. In oh, the course of this movie, a little bit. Because again, there there is no reason that this woman should fall for this guy. No. Uh, and other than proximity. Mm-hmm. The um, the thing that I, that really got me in this the relationship is like early on when he's kind of assigned to her her security detail or whatever, right. and you know Obi Wan and Anakin first they're first riding that elevator up and they're like flirting with each other in the <laughs> elevator, like it's really weird. Like he's you're sweating, stop sweating, it's okay, breathe. <laughs> That's pretty good. This is like that time you got stuck in that nest of gun docks. No, master, you, you got, got stuck in that nest. nest, and I had to rescue you. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, I thought that was kind of fun. No, but and and that's that's kind of indicative of what happens between these characters and through between a lot of characters in this movie, and that's a problem. That's 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 a sign of bad writing, is when you keep alluding to things that happened that you yes. didn't see. Yes, you, that's that's a cop out. That's cheap. When you keep trying to build a character, mm-hmm. when you build characters with shit that we don't see, you just tell us it happened. Right. That doesn't build a character. Showing is better than telling. Exactly. Mace Windu does a lot of that. As far as like it's, uh, just speaking plot points to, uh-huh. to, to move the story along, yeah. Oh well, that's a you know he'll be having a conversation with uh, uh, Obi Wan, and well, let's find this out. Hey, go tell so and so to do so and so, and then we cut, and it's been done. And so it's it, like, yes. well, 
or just fucking shoot a scene <laughs> where you don't have to have the stinted dialogue where Samuel L. is laying out plot points so that we can follow along. Like that's not filmmaking. That's not storytelling. Yeah, in in any way. It, but that that is this movie to a T, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've you've pretty much hit it on the head, and that's why this movie runs two and a half hours long. <laughs> it's 142 minutes. It long, is yeah. a series of someone telling somebody to go do something, mm-hmm. and then we watch them go do it. Maybe that's why I give it a pass on the action scenes because I I I I, I watched it again. I'm gonna skim through it. Um, <laughs> because and I, I forced myself to watch the scenes that I never watch. Yeah, and and so I so I remember the you know the car the car chase whatever you want to call it the the speeder chase yeah. at the beginning. Is that what they call them speeders? When I think I speeder, I think speeder bikes. See, that's what I think too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. what else would you call it? It's a it's a floating car. It's a flying car. The flying car. I don't know. Even car isn't right in space no. in the universe. Whatever. You've got that, and then you've got that huge that half hour third act battle um, <laughs> that has a lot of great visuals in it, um, but, but none of it. And then there's the Django Fett Obi Wan space. No, 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 no. But this is what I'm saying. So I, I remember those, and I'm, I'm I'm glomming onto those. I want to go back real yeah, quick. Yeah. I, wait, you're making a point. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm cutting no, no, you no, off. No, it was just like you. when when you're forced to watch those scenes with Anakin and Natalie, yeah. or you know Obi Wan doing his his Law and Order investigation. Oh my god, the most boring PI. mystery in film history is what's going on in this movie where he's like. I'm trying to find a planet, but I can't find it. It doesn't show up on the maps. <laughs> it should be south of the Rishi Maze. And I'm like, wait a minute. You're looking at a 3D, obviously. I mean, you're looking at a 3D map of a four-dimensional space. Does south really apply? Yeah, does that's, that a, apply? that's a does good that, point. <laughs> does that apply? Nope. But whatever. Maybe I'm overthinking that. Okay, you know what? For the sake of movie, I'm going to give you a pass on that one. <laughs> but then, like, you know, I'm sitting there. Even the first time I watched this, I'm like, somebody erased it. Somebody, somebody erase it. Sure. The fucking dude at the 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 shitty fucking space diner that you yes. went to. Uh, why did you this? Ha- why did that have to show up? The, the younglings knew the, the answer. The to fucking that. children. The six year olds the, the had children. the answer before Obi Wan. Um, because someone erased it, and yeah. then yeah, the youngling is correct. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. We we spent twenty <laughs> minutes now for fucking Obi Wan to figure. out, Oh, it's true. Okay, then I'll go and and Obi and Yoda. Yeah, go to where this thing is missing, and you'll find it. Why did we spend all that time? What, you know, or you could have made this mystery a little bit more interesting. Right. You could have been a little bit more, you know, subtle with yeah. the clues that are being left behind. It's like, like a Hardy Boys novel for twelve-year-old boys. Maybe not have the scene where he goes to the diner and that you have like the all-knowing chef. Also who, unnecessary. Yeah. Maybe not have that bit where he's like, "Well, this belongs to Camino and Cloners and Cloners. We're gonna say Cloners five more times <laughs> in this scene. Cloners. They're known for cloning and it's." <laughs> Entire race, an entire alien race, is known for one thing. Well, Joel, we're also living in a universe where we have a banking clan, a, yes. a techno clan, and uh, mm-hmm. you know the the Foot Clan. <laughs> 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 so you know what? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that we have a race of cloners as well, sure. because that is the limit. <laughs> that is the threshold and the limit <laughs> of George Lucas's creativity. But um, you know, I, I, you could have been a little more creative with with how Obi-Wan figured this out. This is a great point mm-hmm. where we could have illustrated the brilliance of Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, the the right. ingenuity of how he figures things out. That, you know, that he has earned his place as a Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. That, you know, he could have figured this out. To, to have a child figure something out for him has reduced the the ability of Obi-Wan Kenobi in yeah. the eyes of the viewer. And whether they realize it or not, sitting there in the theater, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi has completely lost street cred. So, <laughs> And yet, his scenes are more interesting to watch than the Anakin. Uh, and, and I think that speaks volumes, though, to the to the talent of Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Uh, Acting against no one try, for half of best. this film. Doing Even his the best. scene in the diner, the yeah. aforementioned scene. Uh, okay, so I want to go back. Yeah, let's do it. Because you mentioned that whole, like, that speeder chase in the beginning in yeah. Coruscant. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember in the first Star Wars movie where Obi-Wan Kenobi gives Luke the lightsaber and Luke is training on the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. and uh, and Han is like talking about nothing beats a blaster by your side right. and Obi-Wan talks about like how blasters are barbaric and you know he says like the, the, the lightsaber is a, a more civilized weapon for a more civilized, civilized time. time and you Age, know it's right. uh, so so nothing is more civilized and graceful than Jumping and bursting through a fucking bedroom window <laughs> and jumping on a fucking flying okay. thing. But later in the movie, he has a fucking tracking device that he just throws on fucking Django Fett's ship. Hey, that would have been a good but idea. He could just thrown that. He could have just been like, oh, what's Joe, that fucking thing? There are so many things wrong with this scene. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's just break down the beat. So what's happening is, uh, what's the name of that bounty hunter? Uh, Zam Weasel. Zam, Zam Fear. <laughs> Zam Weasel, master Zam of the pan master flute. Pan flute. <laughs> Uh, is 100% you know, he, better movie. Or she, right? Yeah, just has this magical pan flute. He shoots uh, poison no, darts no, he from. plays the flute from far away, and it wakes up Padme, <laughs> and oh. she starts sleepwalking out. Yeah, commit suicide. And there's this whole chase where she's sleepwalking and happens to walk on the flying vehicles. Uh, like Now it's like a Bugs Bunny episode. <laughs> yes. Like, hey, man, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so Zam Weasel is attempting to assassinate Natalie Portman. Uh, why? Pardon me. Why, here's here's yeah. what I want to ask right off the bat is why? Django Fett gives Zam the stuff to kill Padme. Zam puts it in a robot, and it flies to her. Right. A lot of delegation going on here yeah. already by bounty hunters. Why, why not eliminate the middleman? What are you good for? Exactly. Yeah, just, yeah, that's your whole purpose is to eliminate. Go ahead. Man. I'm sorry. Literally. No, it's okay. So, yeah, trying to assassinate. And the best way that they can come up with is to – so she's she's got a corner suite, apparently, with a sweet-ass view looking of, uh, out Coruscant. Because when window. someone is in danger of being killed, make sure you have They're in full view, ma- maximum visibility. 360 degrees. Uh yeah, that. Well, hold on. We'll get back to that. She's trying to be assassinated, or she's uh, yeah. She's trying to. She's she's not trying to be assassinated. <laughs> pretty. I'm pretty sure she God is trying to in the course of this movie. Right. Not doing a very good job of hiding. Yes. When like they're they're hiding out and yet on she, her home planet. On her home planet, <laughs> and she's wearing like the most opulent attire that that that, that she could. Really drawing attention to yourself. Yeah. He's still in his Jedi garb too, for that matter. <laughs> she has like eight Whatever. million costume changes. I know. It's like the Oscars. <laughs> so um. So the way that he's going to – he I keep saying he, but it's a she. Zam turns out to be a she. Yeah. Right? Or an it. Um, she's a changeling. Is trying to uh, assassinate. So what she's going to do is cut uh, cut a hole in the glass. Guy, got this little robot that has a laser on it. It has a freaking laser on it. <laughs> going to cut a hole in the glass. And so now you have a clear shot. You're almost a point-blank range. You're like 10 feet away yes. from the sleeping just, Natalie Portman. Just point a little gun through the hole. Or maybe that laser that can cut through glass yeah. surely isn't going to fare well on, on uh, human flesh. Human flesh, right? right? Yeah. Uh, you got her. She's Dumb. dead right there. Joel, you know what makes more sense? <laughs> Toss a couple of centipedes Poisonous on the Poisonous centipedes. <laughs> Two, because, you know, one may not do the job. Well, here at NASA, we double up on everything. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in Armageddon mode. Armageddon mode. Um. Yeah. So th- that's the solution, and th- they're going to slowly climb up the bed, and uh, the Jedi are going to sense it from the other room. Yeah. Uh, th- no, the most inefficient uh, assassin you could you could hire. Yeah. Uh, so somebody needed to do their research. Meanwhile, what the fuck is R two D two doing? 
Just chill, man. Serve him some drinks. Like, I mean, I mean, he's just—he's hanging out in the room. Like, he's a robot, right? Oh, he's asleep. Why is he asleep? Yeah, because he's a robot. Robots don't sleep. <laughs> why is he asleep? Yeah. Why he, can't? And you know what? Why is he not? Why is his prime thing like not on the windows? Like windows. There you go. Yeah. If like, yeah, I have a I like, have a motion sensing camera at like home. The moment, like the integrity of a window, like maybe once one of those windows, like once a window opens, wouldn't there be like a depressurization or something? Oh, absolutely. Especially yeah, when you're the that high up. That at, huh? Yeah. Well, I feel like maybe there's a breeze, a little bit of depressurization <laughs> going on. Maybe, maybe something's up. Time to send a text alert to Anakin <laughs> to and Obi, Anakin. who are in the other room. <laughs> LOL, guys. You know what, though? I do, one of my, one of the few favorite moments in, in this movie is that, that moment where they're in the other room and they're talking, and they both stop talking at the exact same moment. They just know what's going on. Unagi! Uh, yeah, well, not just that, but did you th- do you think that Lucas was trying to be a little creative with like the dialogue at that exact moment? Oh, because what are they saying? Because like Anakin is in the middle of saying like I think Palpatine's a good man, oh, and right. then he turns around and and Obi Wan's like I sense it too. Oh yeah, but he could be saying like two different things. Like oh. maybe maybe Obi Wan saying like I sense he's a good man too. Oh no, or. I sense what's going on in the other. Yeah, I'm sure he way. means like sure. I sense in the other room that it's going. It's but nice. forgot that that's that's what they were talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so it's so trite though that dialogue that's going on. Where like, and, and and when you listen to what's happening in the other room when they're focusing on what's going on in Padme, right? It's such shit throwaway dialogue. Like if you're really paying attention, you hear like uh, Hayden Christensen talking about like not another. Uh, what is it? what's he, what's he oh, saying? Oh really? I uh, never listened that. Closely. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, God, I can't remember what he says, to, but uh, no. uh, he, he says like he's like not another lecture master. Oh. At least not about politics and uh, and 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 uh, economics. <laughs> you know, like that's like, that's us, the audience member. <laughs> that's what we're saying, right? In our in our collective. Oh, there's 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 so many there's so many bits of dialogue though that I feel like it is the audience speaking for uh, for for like for like we're speaking <laughs> as one like it's that that character speaking for the audience where um, like C three PO something happens to C three PO and C three PO is like not again yes. and like I feel like that's the audience the audience you, like not again I give you a good example uh, it comes from the lips of Anakin himself uh, he's having a moment with Padme and he says talking about he's talking about uh, Tatooine uh-huh. he says I don't like sand it's coarse and rough and irritating and I was like yeah like like you like you <laughs> exactly <laughs> that my thoughts exactly thanks uh, Annie this is I'm gonna I want a little bit of trivia mm-hmm. this is the only Star Wars movie. Ooh. Where after the uh, the crawl, it pans up. Uh, I remember them big, making a big deal about that at the time. Yeah, and then didn't they do something in part three? Well, it just goes into a space battle in part three. It goes straight of, into space instead, instead of panning, of panning into, into a, a to a planet. Well, it, just like in A New Hope, where it kind of opens up on a bit of a space battle. Yeah, yeah that's true. But it's kind of a more of a one sided fight. What do you think the uh, the the I was going to call them the prequels, the sequels now, the 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 J J Abrams. He, I don't know, man. I have no idea what's going to happen. I, think he's gonna, I, I, I have a feeling. I think the first one, mm-hmm. I think he's, there's going to be a little homage yes, in the first one. I definitely think but so. But then I think it's going to kind of become its own thing. I hope so, but I, I absolutely agree. I think he's going to, in an attempt to distance himself from anything that these prequels did, he's like, let's just forget they exist. Yeah. This is a sequel to Star Wars um, that we all you, know and love. Do you think uh, Lucas got a bulk deal on Samoan, like bad Samoan actors? <laughs> well, yeah, because where did they shoot some of this stuff? I have, no, I don't know. In Hawaii or I, I don't know South Pacific. I have no idea where he shot it, but it's like obviously they had to get a bunch of Samoan actors because of who they picked for Django to Fett to play the uh, extras. But right. then you also had like the guy who was the new guard to the to Padme was also a Samoan actor. 
Mm, that's true. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so, like, there was all these bad Samoan actors that yeah. showed up. Pulling some springs. Getting some tax breaks, maybe, from the Samoan <laughs> Do you think so? That's a sub- <laughs> we, we now talk to the delegation from <laughs> Samoa. Maybe Lucas has a vacation house somewhere uh, in that country. And, yeah. Uh, in Hawa- he's, he's in getting, Hawaii. He's getting some tax breaks. Do you think that yes, it was... the country of Hawaii. Yeah. Do, you, do you find it weird that, like, this whole, like, senator, now she's a senator, formerly a queen? Mm-hmm. Do you think there was Not something that... Like, a woman. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> that uh, do you think like Lucas was trying to make some kind of statement? Like it feels like either Lucas oh. was trying to make some kind of statement on like Female monarchy harm. versus democracy, mm. or mm. the uh, or he was trying to that he had painted himself into a corner because Princess Leia, like he was trying to you know she's she trying to, to reason out queen. she was she was a Princess Leia was a princess. Mm-hmm. How was she a princess? Well, she had to come from some kind of royalty, right? So Amidala was a queen in the first one, right? But we had to work it out. Like, uh, like I don't know. It felt like maybe he had painted himself into a corner. That's a good point. And, and like he didn't think it out. Like it, it, these movies feel like Lucas wrote them, like he wrote episode one without thinking ahead to like what episode two or three were going to be after he had produced those movies. Which like is the movie. astounding since it's like we all know the destination. We know where yeah. we're going to land. We know yeah. how the, the story is. So it's one of the, well, I don't want to say easy, but when you know where the road is going to end, eh, sometimes it's a little easier to backtrack and at least you can follow your or, own your path. Your true line, yeah. And it's like he forgot where he was going to end up, started at the beginning, and then just halfway through realized oh shit all this has to has to lead back to this right in fact i think you told me that uh in episode three uh, i know we're gonna have a whole episode about that but uh at the end you know when all the shit is hit the fan and anakin's been chopped up that uh obi-wan walks away without grabbing his lightsaber anakin's lightsaber and they had to go back and reshoot that yeah, yeah. because they forgot that that was a major <laughs> that he plot gives, point he that gives luke up. his lightsaber exactly so it's like <laughs> oh yeah by the way we I feel like there should be a, a team of librarians, Star Wars librarians, um, yeah, who who were keeping track of all this shit. Uh-huh. That just go, goes to show he was uh, he was a, he, no man is an island. No, but George Lucas was when he was writing this. <laughs> yes, and and I feel like uh, there's been a lot of discussion about like islands. There should have been. <laughs> we we'll talk about Hawaii. <laughs> there have been too many islands, too many islanders, and too many islands <laughs> in this movie. The there there have been there was a shortage of people who told George Lucas no in the production of these movies and. Man, there should have been some proofreaders on these scripts. Definitely some proof proofreaders. The uh, this the the whole discussion where they try to reason out, you know, where, where Padme and Anakin are talking about how she was a queen, and then like she served her t- her two year term as a queen. <laughs> it's like it's an elected like position. it's an elected position. Then it's not a queen. Yeah. You're not a queen if you're elected queen. Mm-hmm. You're not a queen. Right. That's by definition, you are not a queen. You are a president. You are a prime minister. Right. You are not a queen. You're a queen if you're born into power. If you're born into royalty, that is, that that that's what a monarchy is. Um, you you need to go back and and read some dictionaries, George Lucas. <laughs> uh, uh, so that bothers me. That's one of those things that bothers me. That whole the whole bit on Naboo bothers me. And I know I touched on that. That yeah. you know you you're throwing. Anakin, and you know what? Fuck the Jedi Council. Yes. For throwing them together that, like, the person that you thought would be the perfect person to protect this girl is Anakin Skywalker. Like, someone who you know already has, like, these conflicted He's feelings. volatile. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw them together? Yeah. Like, fuck you. you. You brought this upon yourself, assholes. Yeah. But you're sending them to, like, 
Naboo, her her home planet. <laughs> yeah, it's about as uh, bright as hiding your child on the planet. Hiding Luke <laughs> when when Luke's born, we're gonna we're gonna hide him on Tatooine. Yeah, that's, that's better yet. We're gonna give him to his uncle and, and aunt <laughs> and let him keep the name Skywalker. Yeah, they'll never check. They'll never find him there. <laughs> oh my god, uh, <laughs> we're retreading god. ground. What else do you have about this movie? Well, you, know, you brought up them being on Naboo. Uh, yes, those are by far the worst scenes in this movie because it's just the two of them in this forced dialogue. Um, but I just just uh, talking about like planets in general, and I remember when the first Star, Star Wars trilogy came out, like Lucas made a big deal about having three different different locations, three different uh, settings in 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 these movies, and yeah. that's what kind of broke them apart. And you 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 have that in the, the first movie. Certainly in the second movie. Uh, third movie gets a little redundant, maybe because we're back in Tatooine, and then eh, well, we have Endor. Um, I feel like the only... Oh, they're coming for us. <laughs> I feel like the only setting that feels new in this movie is the, the raining water planet where the cloners live. Where's Geonosis? But no, but even that just looks like a rocky a version red of Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we're back on Naboo again. Um, so... Uh, as much as I'm lauding the visual effects in this movie, um, they are uh, it, like we're we're forced to look at kind of plain terrain that we've uh, we've already trudged yeah. before. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would have liked something a little more different. Although, I, you know what I want? I want what Avatar did. It's like what now that you don't have to film on location. How about let's invent something that's never been seen before? Right. It doesn't have to be, oh, this is trees, and this is sand, and this is water. It's like, well, how about a new liquid? How about a new... Right, a whole, of- a whole new kind of terrain. Yeah, Like make go. Make the terrain just as dangerous as, you know, as, as the people, you know, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that you've got a point, and, uh, and, it, and it would be nice. I think I would have forgiven the lack of, of terrain mm-hmm. or the, the lack of creativity when it came to, like, new planets and yeah. stuff. And that's kind of always been... Uh, a sticking point for me, it, not so much with the original trilogy, but with the new ones, uh, and with and with most sci-fi, is you know I've I've got a problem with you know a lack of creativity when it comes to terrain because you've got a whole universe to play with, right? And it's like, well, you know, come on, you know, let's think outside the bo- the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of on that same token, I, I've got an issue with where whenever somebody like goes to a new planet in these movies, yeah. they always happen to land. Right at the place where, <laughs> where they, they need to be, the exact you know, way. like they never land in like the backwoods town where they're like, uh, oh, yeah. well, who the fuck are you? Oh, what you're <laughs> what is for? this flying thing? Well, you're you must be a god, you know. Like they never <laughs> yeah. find like the weird like the, like the they were doing Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they never they're never in the wrong place. That's a good point. It's always within walking distance, right? Yeah, I don't know if you be. remember in like the Super Mario Brothers movie where no, Dennis Dennis Hopper answer. had like this city, like he had a globe, and it was like a city. And then he spun the globe, and there was nothing else, and just the city. <laughs> and it's kind of like that's how these Star Wars movies feel. Yeah. It's like there's just this one city and just a planet of nothing, and that's all that there is. And it, it, you know, it, it makes everything seem a little more claustrophobic. Of course. Well, that's the theme of these of these films. I, I've said it before. Like the in in a universe that should have been expanded by these films, all it, it did the exact opposite. It made everything smaller because now everybody knows each other. And whereas I used to think there are infinite planets, well, apparently there's only like twelve. Yeah. Like twelve planets is where the real shit's happening. And something called the Rishi Maze. Yes, I don't know wherever if, that is. I don't know if that is. Uh, it's, maybe JJ will bring that back. Uh, bring <laughs> back. Like they keep talking about something called the Rishi Maze. You know, I, I complain about Tatooine, but I gotta admit one of my another one of my favorite moments um, from a past character, and not from the original trilogy, but from Episode One. Watto, Watto shows up again. Hey. And 
uh, he ironically in a movie filled with bad acting gives one of the best performances one, one of the most genuine performances right whoever that animator was who did his eyes and he's like Annie yeah little Annie I kind of got a little I got a, I felt I for once felt something in this movie yeah and I was like oh because here he is now downtrodden the last time we saw him you know he was kind of at the head of his game owned all these slaves and then that deal with uh, Liam Neeson Qui-Gon just broke him, and now we see this broken. What is he? What race is he? Uh, this winged know. creature who I don't know. really isn't making good effect of his wings, because <laughs> he always flies at about head height, or is sitting on things. You know what? Same goes for the little bug creatures that are on. <laughs> uh, is it Geonosis? Yeah, that's the name of the planet. What about that one scene when like Samuel Jackson, Ewan McGregor, and Yoda are talking? They're walking down like green screen territory, yeah. and they've got Yoda in like a flying right. chair, yeah, just exactly. so he can meet Eyeline. Uh, exactly. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how he gets around. <laughs> totally, I mean, again, maybe. totally diminishing like one of the most powerful characters in your universe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on a flying chair. <laughs> <laughs> Although, got to admit, uh, looks much better than the puppet did in the original episode one, uh, which has all but been hidden, right? Yeah, like pretty much hidden. You, unless you, you need, have that, you DVD. need to have that DVD to to see that that puppet. That, yeah, and 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 yes, good on you. Although I I hate revisionist history, especially when it comes to film. That should be that should be uh, you should be able to view that on the Blu-ray, like alternate. You know, the original cut, and then here's what what we wanted you to see. Yeah. You you remember when uh, at the beginning? Oh, man, I, I know I'm jumping around all yeah, over the place. Are. And I want to touch on the whole like how dialogue they he he uses dialogue way too much to explain things instead of motivations and action. <laughs> when uh, when 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 they land the ship at the very beginning and then it blows up and it kills Padme's decoy. Yes. And oh yeah. The, the Jedi are meeting with Palpatine, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Padme comes in. And they're talking about how, like, you know, we've been attacked. We've been getting all these threats. I think it's Count Dooku. And and, and Mace Windu's like, Count Dooku used to be a Jedi. He wouldn't try to kill you. It's not in his character. Thanks. And then just walks off. I'm like, well, like, wow. why did he leave you? Like, did he leave for a certain reason? Like, if he's a radical? Yeah, like, let's maybe this through. Maybe it bears some, some kind of investigation. Hey, how do Sith become Sith? Like yes, maybe this bears some. Maybe you should look into this a little. Since we bit. seem to have had a problem with that in the last film, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's not resolved just because we killed the one guy, right? Jeez. Uh, I mean, you guys even asked the question: which one was killed, the master or the apprentice? There you go. Hey, maybe a Jedi who's running rogue might be the first person you should look into. Nah, he's a good guy. <laughs> right? We went to college together. I've seen him drunk, dude. Dude, I've seen his dick. <laughs> Count Dooku. He's it, good. And it's curved. He's a good one. <laughs> Just like his lightsaber. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Uh, but there's, there's no way to. This is supposed to be a Christopher Lee tribute, by the way. I know, right? <laughs> so there's this one little moment in there that I've never really caught hmm. until now. And you've probably seen it a million times, but I've never really uh. caught it until now. Where Padme's talking about, like, you know, uh, what's it? Palpatine says, like, we want, I, I want you to be protected. Maybe, maybe the Jedi have, you know, that can put you under Jedi protection. Yeah. And Padme says something along the lines of, like, look, I, I just want to be here. I don't need to be put under. And like, pa- uh, Palpatine finishes her sentence, and he's like, you don't feel like you need to be under protection. And Yoda kind of gives him a look. Ooh, I never caught that I until now. Never picked that up either. So it's like he was sensing what she was going to say next, and Yoda yes. realized that all. Of, oh, it's like, ooh, did he just? Yeah, her and and I never really noticed. I just kind of figured like what she was about to say was so obvious that could be that too. like he just kind of you know he huh. just went to the next step. And maybe it was just the fact that like Lucas's writing is so simple <laughs> that you like kind of you just We're filled in the blank yourself. Yeah. 
But I huh. think I think it was supposed to be played out that Yoda was like, huh, that was kind of odd Ooh. that he knew what he, he knew what she was going to say next. Ah, well, fuck it. And then just moved on. And talk about like the and they've talked about this where even even Mace Windu says, I'm afraid our ability to use the forces become diminished. Right. And that's something I wish they would have explored yes. more in this Why? movie. Why? What does it mean? Instead of the love between Anakin and Padme and even this ridiculous mystery of, you know, where is Kamino? That's not the mystery. That's not what we should be trying to figure out. Where is Kamino? We should be figuring out who the fuck is sifo Bigger picture. And, what the fuck's going and on? And who ordered this clone army, you know? Yes. Everybody seems to gloss over that, that yeah. fact about the this whole clone army. Yeah. Which has been in production for, what do they say, like 10, 10 years? 10 years. First of all... Okay. <laughs> And I've said it before, but like this is the longest con that Palpatine is playing. This is like a 50-year plan to take over the universe. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, step one, get a get a clone army started, right? Yeah. Wait 10 years. Step two, clone armies in position. Great. Uh, and then there's like a 30-year span from the time that Luke is born to where it comes around again. Well, I guess, no, no, Wasn't no. Wasn't step, step one was... Profit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Collect underpants. Step one was... Uh, was uh, what what uh, was get uh, Anakin's mother pregnant? Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, because it, it's kind of insinuated that yeah, when when he's he responsible in, in part in chapter three when he's watching the liquid ballet with Anakin. That's right. He's <laughs> he's talking about like how he gets. He's like, you can even get people pregnant, people, yeah, or something like that. I don't think that's what he says, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can't. I don't know that movie even well enough to just knock a girl up, <laughs> even fuck her from across the galaxy. <laughs> I like how you're almost using my Alan Rickman recasting from uh, from last. You episode. can inject her space cum. So, um, oh god, let's what? see. Well, uh, can we talk a little bit about uh, Annie's mom? Can we? When he finds her, she's got it going on. So he's back on time. <laughs> Annie's mom has got, got it going <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great Tuscan Raider. <laughs> Just for the audience, he wasn't making like uh, retarded noises. Uh, although very similar. So, um, man, either the worst timing or the best timing, depending on how you want to look at it, because he's been gone for, you know, what, 20 Ten years? 10 years. Ten years. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he was nine or something yeah. when he came around. So yeah. now, little teenager. Why do they end up going back to Tatooine? Their cover is blown on Naboo? No, he's having dreams that his mother's in pain. Okay, and so he there's not even like a plot point. He, he he's just has having nightmares. He's got a feeling his mother's in danger. And he even says, he's like, I need to go to my mother. I don't have a choice, Padmate. No, you have a choice. Okay. Like, you do. And because of this, I feel like they should, and I don't, I don't mean to, uh, to, to interrupt your point. No, you're not. Um, because of things like this, Joel, I find that it's very disturbing that the Jedi don't have like a helpline. <laughs> like, hey, I'm I'm having thoughts of my mom. I'm having uh, nightmares about my mother. Wiki Jedi, you know, who, Wiki Jedi, or like a helpline. Hi, this is Jedi helpline. I'm having like these thoughts about my mother. Oh, really? Yeah, what does that mean? What's wh- okay? Well, I need you to relax a little bit. Let's go through the Jedi, mm-hmm. you know, meditation techniques and stuff. Okay. And meanwhile, this person's like typing something up to Master Yoda. <laughs> and Master reading. Yoda's like sending someone to Tatooine to yeah. check on things and stuff. And have like, you tried rebooting. <laughs> have you have you turned it on and then off plugged again? In? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like I feel like there should be like a counselor, like a Jedi counselor. That's a great that, like, idea. A Jedi talks to, mm-hmm. so that way they can work through that shit. Because when you send someone, yeah, like a volatile person like Anakin Skywalker, working remotely, you run a risk of something like this happening. That's a good point. So yeah, he ends up having nightmares, and he knows she's in danger. So that's why they go to Tatooine to to try to save. There her. you go. All right. Well, <laughs> I like how he's now sensing she's in danger instead of the 
the previous 10 years when she's been a slave? Like, the last thing he knew, he left her and she was a slave. Well, Joel, I think that has something, and I'm not trying to make excuses for it. Oh, no. But I think what that has to do with Mm -hmm. is the fact that because Coruscant's so far away from Uh. Tatooine, and Naboo is closer to it. He can't sense that far. He's Yeah, it's like a proximity. But still, the sentiment is that... He hasn't cared about his mother in ten years to go check up on her. Now, hey, now but, that I have but these he's powers, thought of Padme. Hey, now that yeah, exactly, some <laughs> chick when you were going through puberty that she had a boner for. Oh, let's find out where she is now. Um, but yeah, never. Uh, now that he's become a Jedi, or you know, like years ago when he had the power to make his way back home, didn't think about checking in on mom until he senses that she might be in danger. So it seems a little little insensitive. I can't really uh, say his his uh, yeah. Here's what I think is insensitive. Genuine, yeah. He becomes a Jedi. He, he, he's accepted into Jedi Academy. He's going to be trained. The fucking... The, the whole Jedi Order and the, the Republic, they come to Naboo to celebrate, you know, the, them defeating the droid army. Mm-hmm. Why don't they make a fucking stop off at Tatooine and fucking free Shmi themselves? There you go. See? There oh, you go. Your mother's a slave? You know what? Why don't we free her? Like Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan could be like, hey, Yoda, Mace... Yeah. His mom's still a slave. What do you say we go back to Tatooine, we make a stop, we fucking pay Watto and, like, free her <sighs> and bring her back, and yeah. maybe she could be, like, you know, one of the librarians in the fucking Jedi Council there or something. There you go. Shit. She looks like one anyway. Isn't there, is there some sort of, like, Star Wars universe prime directive where that, it's like we that can't That loved ones interf- shouldn't be around or something? Well, I know there's kind of that, you know, to, to protect the innocent. You don't want to make them seem close. But still, I'm wondering if there's, like, oh, we don't interfere unless... Well, but they're know. interfering all the time. Yeah, they're From always the interfering. From the first moments of the... Of Episode one, and honestly, and honestly, if there's anything that this series did right, <laughs> it was that the Jedi Order was fucking destroyed because they were <laughs> interfering all the goddamn yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. We need one. Yeah. So I'm gonna hold on to that one for later right. on. Well, I'll take that. So anyway, so uh, comes back Tatooine, meets. Uh, of course, you have to meet just when just when you thought we were done meeting uh, original trilogy people. <laughs> nope. Hi, remember us? Yeah. This is my aunt. I mean, or my wife. I mean, uh, girlfriend. Yeah, Baru. Uh, fucking appearance from Joel Edgerton. Like, yeah, I know. Fucking amazing. First Great all, actor now. Um, I mean, how old are they? They've got to be like, they've got to be <laughs> like his age, right? They're like 18. So it's like, what are the chances that the girl he's dating then, he ends up sticking around with Smart. for 30 years? Well, but, you know, the love. chances are good when you're George Lucas and you need everything to be conveniently <laughs> tied together. That's right. Or maybe you're living on a sand planet, not a lot of options. <laughs> not a lot of options. Like, so I can it's, see that It's either her or C-3PO. Yeah, Joel Edgerton, not really a looker. Either. And they took C-3PO with them when they left. Right? So like, fucking hey, assholes. It's the maker. You guys took our fucking, our droid. <laughs> like, <laughs> been like, like, wow, insult to injury. You guys took our fucking, you hey, took our <laughs> droid. Hey, bad news, bad news. Uh, your wife <laughs> slash mom is dead. And uh, this this one's coming with us. Good luck with your water evaporating uh, <laughs> right. adventure. <laughs> I mean, like, what? Those dicks took our fucking protocol droid. <laughs> Uh, it's all right because it all comes back around. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, they get killed. That's right. <laughs> um, no, it's no good deed. Jesus. Um, so yeah, so f- finds out. Oh, mom's missing. What a coincidence. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like you're right. You were sensing danger. Goes to find her. Uh, finds the Tuscan Raiders, and uh, r- right as she shows up, or as he shows up, she she's dying. Okay, so she's she's been captured by them. I guess. Uh, Clegg Lars, or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah. So um, how lo- my name's Clegg Lars. How long? How long has she been missing? A week now? A couple days? 
30 days a month. She's been gone a she's month. She's been gone a month? She's been gone a month. Well, he's taking, everyone's taking it very well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they Come are. inside. You better sit down. I got a story. I got a, a yarn to spin about your mom. <laughs> Baru, go pour some purple milk. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. So it's like, so when we find poor Shmi, she's what, tied up? Uh-huh. Looks like she's been beaten. Yeah. Joe. What are we to assume has been? I happening think you're right. I think these what you're assuming, days, what you're assuming is right. There's some dark shit. Yep. Are the fucking Tuscan Raiders raping Anakin's mom? I I think that's pretty clear. Good God. Yeah. What th- this is insensitive. This tone deaf for yeah. a Star Wars movie. Yeah. This should be this is it's a challenge. I think I think out. that's ridiculous that they tr- that they strung it out for a month. I think if she was gone for like. A 24 week? hours. Well, when maybe, did he have maybe. the dream? And how long did it take to get there? Yeah. I, give I, it a couple of days. I think they just give it a couple of days or something. That I think if you did that, then you didn't have to assume like all these horrible things happened. Well, And then the condition that we see her in, we can see that she's been beaten and tortured. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's horrible. And then she dies. Uh-huh. So, all right, understandable if you're trying to give him motive for then wiping out. And he says he killed them all. Yeah. I don't know how many there all are. We see two, probably. We, um, we see a whole camp. Yeah. When, when he's like he's overlooking the camp, uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 pretty brutal. It, it, but the thing is, he also talks about there being women and children there. Yeah, I want to see a little Tuscan kid, <laughs> a little Tuscan kid, <laughs> a little Tuscan kid getting. Oh, I thought you meant like no, a I don't want to see him getting killed. Getting I just want to see what they look like. We've yeah. never seen the. Well, maybe we've seen a woman, and we just don't know. A little Tuscan baby, Tuscan babies <laughs> under a Tuscan sun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. I wanna I wanna uh, jump back really quick uh, to the same scene okay. where before he goes and kills the uh, the Tuscan Raiders. Mm-hmm. This is something I I want to say that I, I I enjoyed that I thought was actually really creative on the part of George. I can't believe that it was George Lucas's idea. Probably. I, wasn't. I almost think that it, maybe it was like some PA or something that was like a huge <laughs> Star Wars fan that was like, "Hey, if you do this, that'd actually be kind of cool." When bef- right before he takes off to go look for his mother, mm-hmm. there's this like shadows on the side of the house. Yes, and it almost looks like Darth Vader. Yeah, nice shot. Like with his hair, the way his hair looks, it looks like Darth Vader hugging Padme before he goes. That was really creative. Yes, also a a, a callback to the poster for Episode One. You yeah. ever see that poster yep. where Lola yeah, yeah, and yeah. the shadow was? So I'm wondering how much of that was. Oh, let's just shoot film what we what somebody what somebody more creative than me. Did in the poster. Did in the poster. Let's put it in one of the movies yeah. as, as if it were my own. Uh-huh. But yeah, you're probably right. But uh, no, I did like that shot. Uh-huh. I even like the, uh, is it this movie, the last shot where we see him in front of the, it's not the last shot, but we see him in front of the twin sons again and they play the uh, the no. fanfare. No, that's, that that's episode three. Well, th- yeah, that happens at the end when they're handing over Luke. Yeah. But I swore I saw a no. shot of the two sons no, and him get looking off at the, the distance. End. They get married at the end uh, of this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's not what... Uh, Did you watch this movie? Let's talk about... Oh, I told you I skimmed through it. Let's, uh, <laughs> I've seen it enough. I, I can't watch these movies in their entirety <laughs> again. I tried with episode one and it's just not happening. Remember um, when he's on Camino mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and he's going through like all the cloning facilities and stuff and the, uh, the like he meets Django Fett? Yeah, and he's just chilling there he's with just, his kid. He's just chilling there with his kid. Uh, and like at one point, we see like this huge fucking pterodactyl come up out of the water. Yeah, and there's this cool there's like a guy on top. And there's a guy on top. Wouldn't it have been awesome if we would have like learned more about that and like like saw something cool, like some kind of adventure or a fight with that thing? I re- I remember seeing that the first time and thinking, oh, I can't wait for those to show up again. Like right. they're totally setting up a nice little action scene where we're gonna have these flying <laughs> pterodactyl things. Nope, never saw it again. No, it's a lot of uh-uh. rain. Uh, also, let's talk about Django Fett. Because, uh, man, 
of of all the damage that the prequels have done, I think the most disappointing, or one of the most, uh, is what they've done to poor P- Boba, Boba Fett, to Boba, Boba Fett's Fett. character, yeah, yeah. And, and vicariously uh, Jango Fett. I love nothing more than having like the most feared, like just <laughs> badasses of my childhood, be fucking reduced to whiny kids, right? Yeah. Yes, I know. And just when you thought we were out of the woods, all right, episode one's behind us now. We're looking yes. at episode two. Yeah. Uh, nope. Here's another bad child actor. Get him, Dad. Coming to shit on your movie, but he, you know what? I'm gonna tell you, like, I, I, I met this kid. Yeah, uh, probably, probably he was, God, he was probably like 18, 19 when I yeah. finally met him. He turned into a cool kid, right? Cool kid, man. That's what I heard. Really, really cool, laid back. You know, just a great conversationalist, had cool stories. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, shitty actor at not, this point. Not like Jake Lloyd. Not like Jake. Have you seen him in the news <laughs> yes. recently? Getting, getting, what, he got arrested he got for arrested? racing or something? Uh, did he steal a car? He stole a car and was racing or, around. There's something with an automobile. Yeah, poor guy. And he just did an autograph signing at like a local comic Jake shop. Lloyd did. Yeah, He's good. like that day it was coming from it. I think it. Was, I think it was after the after the the oh. signing. It was like a, a couple days after that was when he got arrested. You know, and and there's a case to be made. You know, in this litigious society that uh, George Lucas is single handedly responsible for ruining this child's. Oh yeah, childhood. And, oh yeah, and and thus adulthood, and and ruining our our childhood. Well, ours no, too, but more directly. Yeah. yeah, this went from the biggest moment of his life to now people people hate him. Yeah, we sit here and talk about how shitty of an actor he is. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, he was shittier in that in Jingle All the Jingle Way. Jingle All the Way movie before he was shitty. In but you know what? Jingle All the Way wasn't a staple of my childhood. It's a, so, it's a good point. So I'll give him a pass on that. <laughs> so I get what Lucas was trying to do. With the relationship with Padme and Anakin, oh, okay, you know, especially when he was first setting it up, you know, in that first scene where, where Padme is like packing her stuff because he'd been assigned to protect her, and she's like, "I don't need protection," da 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 da, um, and and Anakin spouts off a little bit of knowledge, and she's like, "You know what, Annie, you've grown up," and then he completely fucking ruins that. <laughs> but like, I get where he's going. Like, they have that one bit where she's like, "Don't look at me like that," and he's like, "Why not?" Because it makes me uncomfortable. Yes. Like, I get it where he's going. It makes me uncomfortable, I get, I get where he's going with that, though. Like, I want you to imagine that scene now. Mm-hmm. I want you to imagine that scene with Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher uh, circa Empire Strikes Back. Right. And how it would have played out. Because where there's subtext. She, where, with the subtext, where Carrie Fisher would have been like, don't look at me like that. And Harrison Ford, why not? Right. Because it makes me uncomfortable. Right. Whatever yes. you say. Better you know, actors. And like it would have been charming and it would have been fun and it would have been like, oh, these two, God. Mm-hmm. But the way that they play it, the way the way that uh, Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman play it off of each other, right. it comes off as just uncomfortable. It's constantly like just inappropriate. Yes. And and it makes him seem dangerous. It makes him seem psychotic. Yes. And just staring at her. Yeah, and just staring at her and like leering. Leering. Like and I don't know if that's direction, if that's George Lucas' direction and he just doesn't get it, or if that's like how do they not get it? In in if if they would have played it more mm-hmm. like that, if they if if you'd have broken this down mm-hmm. and given them direction and somehow made them understand like what we want you guys to do, look, right. what we want you guys to do, we want you to play it like watch Empire Strikes Back. Okay. <laughs> we want you to play it more like those two are doing yeah. it right there. That's what we're looking for. We want you guys to be playful with each other. Here are the words on the page. But then here's what's actually <laughs> here's being subtext. said underneath it. Yes. Say that while you're saying these lines. Yeah. But I think, unfortunately, George Lucas's style of direction is no direction. And what you have here are two actors being w- waiting to be told what to do. Uh-huh. I mean, Natalie Portman can rise above it. We've seen. Uh, but I think, I think after her, her experience in the first movie, 
At this point, she's just like, I'm going to fulfill a contract. I'm here. I'm not going to put in any effort. Nothing's good is going to come from it. She, Maybe she had conversations with George before where it was like, all right, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? And at this point, she's just given up. Yeah. Tell me what the lines are. Roll cameras. I'm going to say it. I'm going to look great because we have a great costume designer. Right. But I'm not putting any more in energy into this movie. Right. Because my, my will has been broken. <laughs> She's she's she dies out of a broken heart. She does die of a broken heart. <laughs> Episode three. A, a life imitates art. Mm-hmm. That, so that that's something that definitely bothered me about this movie. Because that's true. You do see and and just like with Episode one, you know, there are moments where you see like the potential. Right. Where you're like, wow, there was really the potential for something here. You know. And it just kind of gets squandered. I even don't mind the line, and I think in, in a in a in, in the hands of a more capable director, that whole play off of the you know you call this. Uh, uh, Oh, not uh, it's aggressive negotiation. I got I got it written yeah, down. I even I even put that down. I was like, you know what? That's another. That is a, it's another one of those uh, those moments. Yeah. Um, they have they have that dialogue. You call this a diplomatic solution? That's what it is. No, I call this aggressive, aggressive negotiations. negotiations. And it's 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 not bad. And then yeah. when they call back to it later, because she delivers the line, but his line back to him, it's kind of playful. And and it's in the middle of that battle. And I was like, okay, more more of that. This movie needed more of that, yeah, and less of uh, where's my. You got to do your Anakin impersonation. Where's my mother? <laughs> I love it every time because something about the way he says the word mother. He, he likes that he, he mumbles it. Mother, he's mother. So, he's so mealy mouthed in yeah. this movie. Everything is. Well. You could take a drink for every time someone asks R two, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> We're thinking that as well. <laughs> and like there's when they they're doing when they're doing Shmi's funeral. R2 comes out, he comes out of the ship, and he shows up and he starts beeping. And, like, Padme goes, R2, what are you doing here? <laughs> As if, like, she didn't bring him on a ship from a fucking planet, like, a million light years uh-huh. away. Like, no, you brought him. You brought him here. Obviously, he has something. Like, I feel like, okay, you you emphasized maybe the wrong <laughs> word, I think. You should retake that. That what can't you, be the best take. What are you take. doing here? R2, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, that's maybe a little bit better. <laughs> but then, like, maybe 20 minutes later, you've got that whole battle going on, and, like, C-3PO lost his head, and uh. R2 comes rolling up, and C-3PO's like, R2, what are you doing here? <laughs> you guys showed up at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Why that's is everybody point. asking R2, what are you doing here? You guys have all shown up with him. <laughs> Poor R2's got to be beat down. It's like, what, nobody ever realizes I'm here. <laughs> right? like, oh, my gosh. When they, finally, when they land on Naboo, and she's unloading, like, her 20... Cases of, of log, luggage, <laughs> huge luggage. Yes, and there, there's nothing but stairs everywhere they go. And I love like every you see a shot and it's following, it's panning, it's following. You know, uh, Natalie Portman and, and Anakin. Uh, but then little R2's off in the distance and he's got that third <laughs> leg that he's trying to maneuver stairs. I like one more callback shot after they've ended that scene where he's only like on stairs <laughs> six, still working his way up that first flight. He's still trying to get up there. Like, oh, there's no fucking ramps. Are there any handicapped people on Naboo? <laughs> does does Padme finally admit that she loves Anakin because she's given up? It's like, fine, okay, like, We're I about love you. to die, <laughs> so I may as well give you this. Like, no, I may yes. as well throw you this bone. The pity fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think that's what it is? I, I, that's what it felt and like. And then to she kind of finds herself that, that they get out of it, and now she's kind of fucking stuck. It's like, oh yeah. And now he fucking marries her. Yeah, it's like, like they get fucking married. I didn't think I was gonna survive that last scene. <laughs> but, but dude, I, I got to see this all the way through. But dude, yeah, like they survive, and it's not like okay, well, let's date. They <laughs> nope. get fucking married. Skipping some steps. <laughs> hey, hey, life is fleeting. You gotta 
I was going to say shit or get off the pot, but that's not very romantic. You have to uh, something while the iron is hot. Yeah. How does that go? You, I don't know. Strike while Strike the iron is hot. Strike while the iron is hot. Shit while the iron is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Strike the iron to get off the shitter. Oh, oh fuck. I want to I want to mention this before we uh, before we move on to something else. Okay. After Anakin kills all the the sand people. Yep, yep, yep. We hear Qui-Gon scream Anakin. 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 No. It's only the line lifted from episode 1. Yeah. yeah. And then they never go anywhere with that. No. Like there's never like Qui-Gon like that, that another that's something that's missing something yes. that you know from the symmetry of the the previous pre uh, the previous trilogy to this one we never get like the ghosts where's we never ghost the Qui-Gon there's never a ghost that's the Qui-Gon. perfect time for him to appear yeah and I think that's something that we should have had I think that was that may have been probably the most important thing that that Anakin could have had in these movies yes. was you know, Qui-Gon is like a spiritual advisor and like almost like the, the difference between the Godfather well, and the Godfather 2. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, Vito, Vito grabbed power because it was a necessity, mm-hmm. survival for his people. Whereas Michael, he, he kept the power because he needed to have it and he became addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost kind of a reverse thing where, you know, you've got, you've got the spiritual advisor uh, of Obi-Wan for Luke. And Obi Wan was kind of the the uh, the the master that failed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so now he's trying to rectify that with Luke, right? And unfinished he ki- and he succeeds unfinished business. Whereas uh, Qui Gon is kind of the master. He feels like he succeeded with Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and so now he's trying to succeed with with Anakin, but he fails. That's a and good point because I was going to ask you like why would he be appearing to Anakin and not Obi Wan since Obi Wan was his? But but you make a good point. It's because Obi Wan seems to be doing. Pretty well for himself, right? He's not wiping out races of people. But there's that, and the thing is, there's that whole f- that that whole deal that Qui Gon had that instant connection with Anakin, and he's the one that decided he wanted to train Anakin, That's right? And so that was something that he was dedicated would've to. Been nice, and I I feel like that would have been a lot more powerful. I think that relationship that, and I think that would have built up maybe. I think that would have built up something really cool, a cool relationship and maybe a cool conflict between Anakin and Obi-Wan, maybe even touch on a tinge of like jealousy of, with go. Obi-Wan that yeah. that Anakin and Qui-Gon w- could communicate hmm. and that Obi-Wan couldn't. Oh, I like that. Like, wow, like what does that do to Obi-Wan, you know? Yeah, because Obi-Wan it, throughout this entire movie is just like a, a goody two-shoes. Yeah. Like he has no faults. He does everything right. He's the good guy uh-huh. throughout. So it would have been cool to mm. see him maybe at the threshold of darkness because he couldn't, like, maybe he wasn't good enough or that, that Qui-Gon didn't think he was good enough. And Man, maybe have uh, Anakin play off that. That's why Qui-Gon wouldn't talk to you because you weren't good enough. Mm, how strong would that would have been? It would have been fantastic. To see, because now we have, you have the dichotomy between here's the two Jedi, both kind of similar paths or whatever. And Obi-Wan is, is able to, he's faced with the dark side, is able to overcome the way Luke is uh-huh. in Return of the Jedi. And here's what happens when when, yeah. you, when you don't when you can't right or Ooh, even like if, even lot. if it isn't really Qui Gon maybe even well, it being Palpatine it kind of be, manipulating it needed to be Qui Gon I it think everybody be. everybody was waiting for that Ghost Qui Gon yes. even until like the credits rolled on Episode three and then finally we were like well, they never fucking did it in fact where and was he? Yoda starts they talking talk to him about it. it it's like this is what I have to believe that there were like contract negotiations that fell through. Um, over. I mean, there was all this talk about how that was supposed to happen, but yeah. then like Liam Neeson got injured skiing or something. This, is, but this I mean, that is dude should like, never ski. His family should never ski. This is uh, no, I know, right? <laughs> Stay indoors, Liam. 
but this is something like you shoot around. Yeah. Fuck, I will send a camera guy to your house. We will shoot against a green screen. We will just shoot your face and put it we'll on some... We'll Skype you <laughs> in, man. That sounded awful. We're going to shoot you in the face. No, They, they did that, face. though, for this. They, they, yeah, they, put, uh, they put Count Dooku's, Count Dooku's face. face on somebody else's body. Exactly. Do that. Just get him in this movie so we can complete th- that that character. Uh-huh. His story arc. Uh, yeah. Frustrating. Oh, what do I have here? What else do we have? The, uh, yeah, you, the whole Droid Factory video game sequence, which didn't uh, matter. Unneeded. They ended up getting caught anyway. They get caught. And what's even more frustrating is that entire sequence was shot like after the fact. They were editing the movie, and some well, I was going to say somebody, we all know who, decided that we needed one more action sequence here before the the, the biggest action scene you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Why, why are we wasting time? And it's so... The physics and the things that happen, like he's, they're these huge machines and his arm gets caught underneath, but it happens to get caught underneath just in a part of the machine where it wouldn't crush his arm, just encapsulated. Yeah. I thought he got his arm like chopped off at one point or or something. No, that happens. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah, It happens about, it happens about 30 minutes. Just wait. (laughs) This whole third act is like just, it's so painful. It's so painful to watch this whole arena thing. Um. Oh. From the truly deeply love you bit to yeah you know it, 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 yeah oh it's it's full of like question marks with me uh, you know when when they start to try to escape and the thing claws off Padme's midriff and I'm like yes. why didn't you claw a little higher mm. just a little higher a little, little higher <laughs> wait man I thought you were blind and then she's not bleeding anyway like there's yeah. there's no blood it's an excuse to to, to see her half naked <laughs> no, it was titillating just a little a little belly button mm-hmm. uh, but then like okay. Things that seem like a good idea that end up not standing the test of time. Number one, uh, army of Jedi in the middle of an arena fighting uh, robots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I get it. Also, I take umbrage with the fact that half of those guys were like ILM employees. <laughs> like, don't just because they don't have any lines to say doesn't mean you can hire non-actors. Yeah. Everybody on screen should be an actor. Yeah. Because they're going to be able to bring more, and it's so obvious that these are like people that they got at the dojo down the street <laughs> yes. who you know <laughs> are doing some parkour in their free time, and eh, put this makeup on him and put, get a lightsaber in his hands. <laughs> some of the lamest uh, a- extras. Uh, so, yeah, don't do that. I, I got to admit, though, I kind of, this is the part of the movie that I like. Um, and what they've done with those three creatures I kind of like how they get out of it. It's 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 a little inventive. Uh-huh. Um, and there's some <laughs> how they they just they swing. <laughs> she just she swings. Well, over yeah, it. but I mean, just the the whole setup. I think that's a that part of it is is a nicely choreographed action scene yeah. for my money. Uh, and then the Jedi, hey. and then the Jedi show up, and then the Jedi and, show and Mace up. is like, the party's over, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, but then they almost all get wiped out. So we have all the Jedi. Uh-huh. We have them surrounded. Yeah, you have them outnumbered like ten to one. Yeah. But everybody stops because you hear an airplane coming. No, when Padme yells, look! Yeah, <laughs> and all the robots are like, what is this, Back to the Future? Are you going to all punch him in the face now? What's that over there? Yeah. No, uh, and they all have look. them. They don't open fire. They all look. Open fire first, and then let's worry about, like, this is your chance, robots. Uh-huh. So the clones show up, and then all, all out war ensues. Mm-hmm. And at no point does Anakin or does Obi-Wan, like, find Mace or Yoda and go, oh, by the way, guys, all those clones... Um, they're all cloned off that guy that is, <laughs> like was hanging out with Dooku. That might be cause for concern. Uh, maybe we should look into that before we trust them with all of our lives. Good point. Should maybe investigate that. No, maybe. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, decapitating Jango Fett and his head doesn't slide out of the helmet. 
I think everybody was waiting for that to happen when so Boba creepy. picks up the helmet yes. and puts it up through his head. I think everybody was waiting. Why for Why would you do that? If 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 you saw your father decapitated in front of you, and maybe he's wearing a hockey mask <laughs> just to, just to give it some parody. Are you going to pick it up and then put your forehead against your decapitated uh, father's head? I don't know. It's a little, little maybe creepy. if I if I was his clone, I have no idea. Yep. But then again, and this is this is another example of taking a a cool like a badass, a potentially badass character in the movie. Yep. And just and killing him like outright. You didn't get enough time. You, just like with with Darth uh, Darth Maul, mm-hmm. and now with Jango yep. Fett. Like, yep. let these characters marinate a little bit. Let's see them. And instead, you kept the the fucking octogenarian. <laughs> he's the one that lasts multiple movies. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, is he in the first one? He, oh no, no, no he's, he's in, just the in the second and second the third. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Jango Fett. We had that cool bit in the in the asteroid belt oh, where with that that whole chase. That's and that, a great. The scene. sound design of the fucking seismic charges. I love amazing. Those. Because it's like they they suck all the sound, like literally everything goes completely silent right before impact. And Which then, I mean, space is a vacuum. Tr- well, but, true, yeah, but, yeah, everything should be. But but it's it's still a cool effect, you yeah. know. It's a sci-fi movie. It's it's great. Great sound design. It's, it's a cool bit, and it's something that like I wanted to see more of coming yeah. up in the third movie. And and they and they take him out. The only thing ruined in that scene, and again, is the fact that little little kid Boba is there telling his dad, like cheering his dad on to kill another being. <laughs> Get him, dad. It, it takes all the badassness. You know, he's supposed to be this rogue loner. That's what. That's usually what bounty hunters are, right? Yeah. They don't have sidekicks. They don't have kids. They don't have a harem. Like, it's one guy. He's a loner. He, he's, he's chosen this profession for whatever reason, but it's not because he's a people person. Yeah. Why he, why he wanted children. Why he wanted a kid. I wanted a kid. It uh, doesn't make any uh, sense whatsoever. Um. Okay, so... They're they're chasing after Count Dooku, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. Padme really... gets knocked out of the ship. Yes, and Anakin's like, "Dude, put the ship down!" Right, and Obi Wan's like, "No, no time for backup." And he's like, "No, no, 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 wait, we gotta put the ship down." And and and, and Obi Wan's like, "No, we've got to do this." And and he's like, "You will be expelled from the Jedi Council or from the Jedi Order." And my question was this: like, as far as Anakin knows, his last mandate was to protect Padme. Oh my gosh, that's right. So. He is now violating his mandate by not putting the ship down. Would have been a great argument going, to use at that moment as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But but I think I think that's I think the whole audience forgot about that. Yes. As, you know, I never noticed it until just now where I'm like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. They, they need to fucking put the ship down, goddammit. Well, we got to find a way to get his arm chopped off so he can he can battle with Count Dooku. Nothing's also, achieved anyway. I like when that. They, when they catch up to him. Nope. Yep, you're right. Just flies away on his little scooter. Is <laughs> is the the twenty uh, fourth century version of uh, the rascal? <laughs> it's and also all of the the, the ships, the, the, uh, I guess the land ships. I'm talking about like that they're using during this this battle where oh, yeah. there's wind and sand and dust and dirt blowing everywhere, uh-huh. and you're on a a battleship. With both sides open, yeah. so that they can see out the sign. Hey, I'm fine, but uh, makeup artist, costume designer, <laughs> sprinkle a little bit of dirt on a little dirt between cuts. Yeah, they're so pristine. Natalie Portman's wearing a white outfit, and there's there's and nothing it's on it. Fucking pristine. Yeah. By the time she rolls in the sand. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. So, so that takes <laughs> us. That takes us to our uh, our lightsaber battle at the end. Ah, uh, yes, finally. Where. Uh, <laughs> Where where Obi Wan tries to announce his strategy out loud, <laughs> I'll take the right, you take the. I'm like, dude, you really you no, you need to announce this outside. out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, up. So uh, so they get into this this weak ass fight, and uh, and Anakin loses an arm, and that brings me to uh, probably worst idea in the history of Star Wars films, yes, uh, ever. 
and that's when Yoda gets into his physical lightsaber battle. I really did a 180 on this, and it, and it was quick. But but I'll admit I was caught up in the in the fervor when this movie first came out because that's what everyone was talking about. Yeah. Uh, upon its release, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's not so good. And you know, the kid's not a great actor. But uh, there's a cool scene at the end where Yoda does lightsabers, and so I remember going into it looking forward to that. And I think it was another one of those things where I psyched myself up for it, and then had to, was trying to convince myself that what I had seen was cool and visually. Uh, the, did a good job of, of animating the little Yoda, bouncing around like a rabbit on coke. Yeah. Um, but oof, it de- wh- why? It, it, it defeats the purpose of what Yoda stood and for. diminished that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this last time. It's supposed to he, – he, I never for once imagined that he ever wielded a lightsaber. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a prerequisite for Jedi. I mean, I guess so. Alagana says it in the first movie. This is the weapon of a Jedi. Yeah. Fine, but – of a Jedi Knight. Maybe he gets... You have a Jedi he says, Knight. He says it's the weapon of a Jedi Knight. So maybe Yoda gets... Yoda is a Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. So mm. you always kind of imagine that maybe he was above that. Yeah. But I never thought that it would... And it's even sized to him. Like it's not <laughs> yes, a full, it's, it's not scale. a full size. It's like watching Peter Pan fight Captain Hook. Yeah, right, with that little <laughs> fucking dinner knife that yes. he has. It's like, okay, I get he he's tiny, but these are just beams of light. They're just they're crystals, right? Inside. Yeah. Can't you extend it another feet? At least put him on parity with the people that he's doing battle with. Right. Don't disadvantage him. Right. It's ridiculous. It's not like there's a weight to it, you know? Like No, yeah. It weighs more if it's longer. <laughs> no, it's light. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it's so frustrating and, uh, you know, I can go into it again and again and again. I know we've talked about it a million times, but I'm just going to leave it simply as, you know, you, you've diminished the character. You diminish everything he stands for, especially if you've, you've watched... Uh, Empire Strikes Back, and you talk about like you know that his power comes from within, that he's more in tune with the Force. His his power isn't a physical one, you know. And and when you you do that, you make him this this physical imposing force with a lightsaber, ah, and he's screaming. He's it's like Kermit around. the Frog with a fucking <laughs> lightsaber. It's laughable, and and I just want it gone. I wish that it could just be erased. No. Uh, it hurts so much. Uh, and and then after that, it's just a whole bunch of. Sound and fury signifying nothing. Jiggery pokery applesauce <laughs> <laughs> is, is all Nicely that it is. Nicely done and timely. <laughs> Thanks, Scalia. Uh, do you have anything else about this movie? Um, my la- my last and final notes. That's redundant. Uh, is the very last line that's spoken in this movie, and it's spoken by Yoda. Do you remember what it is? <laughs> now is time of the the attack, or what is it? it? He says, "Begun, begun the, clone the, the Clone Wars, Wars has." I like uh, that. Uh, Eight hours in, or four hours into a war that you can a name it, uh, d- declared war. First of all, well, well, you do know that like right after, right after the, uh, the what was it the 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 assassination of Franz Ferdinand was when they they announced like that was they 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 tore up a, they rose a flag that said World War One. True. No. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but it was a nice generic name. Yeah. It was a war. Of with all the countries of the world, not all, of course, but you know what I mean, um, and made sense. This would you call it the the Clone, Clone War? War? Nope, uh, nope. Clones played a very little part in this, in the sense that I'd have called it the War of the Separatists, or how about <laughs> this? Not the Sith War, but I'd, like no, the I'd have called it the War of the War? Separatists because, as yeah, far as they knew, that's what it they've wasn't been calling the them. I'd have been call, I'd have called it the War of the Separatists. There you go. I'd have called it. 
the Civil War? Do, the, <laughs> Galactic great. Civil Star War? Wars, Civil I'd War. I called it Love the, it. the Star War. <laughs> <laughs> begun the Star Wars hat. Dude, I like that line even better than Begun the Clone Wars. Dude, if they'd have done that, I'd have, I'd have set the movie theater on fire. I'd have set the theater on fire. But I mean, just as laughable, and it's, and it's such a... Man, everybody, this is something you just can't do anymore. Yeah, I mean, you go back and watch a movie. I think the last time you could get away with this was maybe mid-90s, where you yeah. could say the title of, of the movie, the movie yeah. within the movie, because everybody kind of like rolls their eyes and uh, giggles, and it takes you out of the film. Yeah. And here we are. We've waited the very last second. Yeah. And it, 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 I was going to say it took me out of the film, but the film's over at that point. But yeah, I always laughed at that. Begun the Clone, the Clone Wars, Wars has. Wow, prescient. It's not Yoda. even the title of the movie, though. Yeah, it's Attack of the Clone. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I guess I'm thinking of the TV show, right? Yeah, the Clone Wars. But yeah, still. but but no, but you're right. Like, there's nothing about that that would indicate that it would be called the Clone Wars. No, no, because that They're, would that would that would then stand a reason that the other side also had clones. When I th- because when did they first mention clone? Is Episode Four, isn't it? Yeah, when the, they that they called it the Clone the Wars, the first movie. So like, I remember hearing that and thinking. Wow, what what must that have been? That like? have been like, and it I, sounded so awesome. Luke I was, was like, "You fought in the Clone Wars, just like my father." When you're gonna name a historical event, uh, a war, the Clone Wars, I'm picturing people fighting their own clone. Yeah. I'm picturing shit getting out of control. Everybody has a clone, or, or like there were clones that were like assassinating people, like almost like yes. a, you know a Manchurian candidate kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like the yeah, these clones are taking over the Clone Wars. They were themselves a, a, a an organization, a group. Yeah, here they're just they're, like a silent war kind of thing. Not a, yeah. not a battle fought on battlefields. Right? Cold yeah. War. Yeah. yeah, Clone Wars. This was just like uh, they they were the the handymen. Yeah, they were the means to an end. Uh huh. Ridiculous. No, I I agree with you on that. That's a good point. Um, all right, so what did Attack of the Clones do right? Um, we mentioned it before. Um, you can you can mention the effects, but I love the sound design in this movie. We're uh-huh. talking about that battle. Yeah. I the, the 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 winged creatures. I love the way that they speak. I love their voice. I, and I rewound a couple of times just to hear. They're the ones who click and. Yeah, that's actually not bad. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I, I speak. I speak. Uh, what are they? Geonosian. Geonosian. Are they really called the Geonosians? Well, they're I guess from they Geonosis. They're from Geonosis. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, from the sound design of the languages to the ships to the explosions. Yeah. Uh, th- this added a new aural uh, language to uh-huh. the Star Wars universe that I dare say maybe the other two. Mo- I guess I can think of. I know what the sound of the pod racer sounds like. That was a unique. And also, oh, we talked about the, the chase scene, the speeder scene at the beginning of this yeah. movie where um, Sam, Sam Fears. Sam, Sam Weasel. Yeah. Uh, her ship is like, woo, like very uh-huh. distinct sound. And he yeah. had this one, little buggy. Just great sounds that I remember to this uh-huh. day. Yeah. Uh, and that's the biggest, uh, 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 what am I trying to say, contribution that this movie has made to the Star Wars universe. I have to agree with you. I think the oh, sound great. design of this movie is fantastic. I think that is the, what this movie did the best. Um, it's definitely not the visual effects, because even watching this again... Um, some like, are better than others. There are definite, definite seams mm-hmm, that you, mm-hmm. in, in some of the visual effects. Like uh, I, I can compare this to when I watched High Def, like the original trilogy in High Def for the first time. And this is before they went back and like cleaned it up, and you could see like the like the outline, the, the, the mat around the mat around yep. the ships. Yep, as I they s- moved, I saw some of that. Really, 
in this, yeah, like I saw some of these, the like little little mat frames around. Interesting. Every I didn't once think while, they like, were using that effect. I didn't think they were either, but I saw some of that stuff around some of the characters, huh. and I don't understand why. But it was in the near the end. It was like on Geonosis really? in the hangar right before Christopher Lee took off on his like his. And we haven't. Well, even still t- We haven't even really talked. I about know it. this was supposed to be a Christopher Lee. You know what? Before I talk about this, I do want to talk about the Christopher Lee thing for okay, a little bit. Okay, let's do it. Uh, but the sound design, I have to completely agree with you. That was the big standout for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing, whenever I talk, whenever I'm going to think about Attack of the Clones, uh, if I want to think about something positive, I'm going to think about that asteroid belt chase. Yeah. That that seismic charge thing, like that is the thing that when I sat in the theater, I was like, whoa, and that yep. went off. That was what really got me. Like it lit me up. It was electrifying. Agreed. Electrifying. <laughs> uh, okay. You so shape up. Count Dooku. <laughs> That's the that name the right Chris- off the bat. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Christopher Lee plays this character, Count Dooku, who's kind of the guy that's. It's the visual representation. He's the one that's kind of bringing together the separatists in this movie. Mm-hmm. And rogue Jedi. He's a rogue Jedi, and he. So he's on Geonosis, and they end up capturing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And he comes in, and he's like, oh, dear, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I am so sorry. This has been a, it's a huge mistake, and I swear I will, I will petition immediately. We will have you released. Right. And I must warn you, there is a Sith who's in control of the Senate. His name is Darth Sidious. And he starts giving all this information. Right. And he's like, join me, and we'll destroy the Sith. Mm-hmm. But then, like, goes back and he's working with the Sith Lord. I know. The very last scene, he's like, they know about us. and uh, they, Yeah, they know about it. Well, you, you, you fucking, fucking told <laughs> Yes. Now, is this, was this, like, the classic Darth Vader, like, join me, Luke, and together we'll destroy the right. Emperor? Is that, like, you know, and this is funny, I'm asking you this, because I like to think of myself as kind of an expert on the subject of Star Wars, that, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's kind of the characteristic of the Sith to try to keep ousting the one that's in power. Yeah, it seems to be that way. So I guess that's what's happening here. I, I, I did take that at face value and think that maybe, you know, because he, he's, he's such a rogue guy. Like if he... If he's willing to abandon the Jedi, then he's really looking out for number one. Yeah. And in that quest, yeah, he's temporarily teamed up with Palpatine, or Sidious, whatever you want to call him, um, but always looking for the next opportunity. And, oh, Obi-Wan, you're younger, you're better. Hey, I, I don't fucking need this guy telling me what to do. We could team up. So I did, I did take that at face value. And then when that fell apart and you realized you couldn't turn him over, it's right back to Sidious. Uh, what if, Jesus, what are we Sidious. calling him? Sidious. We'll just he, call him Sidious. He's like fucking Sauron. He has three different right. names in this movie. <laughs> what are you, the Eye or the Dark Lord? I don't even fucking know what to call him. Right, anymore. right. Sifo-Dyas. It's a, a horrible waste of Christopher Lee in this movie. Yeah, I know. This is, Christopher Lee should have been, I hate to say that he should have been the Sidious character. Like, if you're going to mm. use someone like Christopher Lee, he should have been someone of that caliber, though. Yeah. Like, he should have been maybe somebody pulling the strings. Like, maybe Christopher yes. Lee should have been like Sidious's master, and maybe this story should like have been that. Sidious turning on his and master to become the, the Lord of the Sith. I like that a lot. Yeah, uh, I I feel like I feel like Christopher Lee kind of kowtowing to somebody else. It, it's I don't know. Like no. I never liked it then, and I still don't like it. I I think it's go ahead. I, no, I just I just kind of feel like he's he's just this. This shitty mustache twirler that he's a pawn is thrown. Yeah, he's just kind of thrown in he's halfway of no through. No importance. I, I, and really, I feel like when this character was created, it was solely so that he could spoiler alert be killed. It could be the first person that Anakin takes out. Well, aside from the entire race of Tusken Raiders uh, in in Episode Three, 
yeah. I, I feel like from there it was backtracked. All right, how do we work him into the story? Where does he fit in? But you're right. He's of no importance plot-wise. Other than the fact that he's the one, he's the first person that Palpatine commands Anakin to kill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's it. kind of becomes the, the next uh, there's princess. No, there's no way to it. And you know what, what's funny is when we did, when you decided to do this movie and I was thinking back to it, I kind of, I guess I thought I remembered him being a bigger character. He's got a lot of screen time. Yeah. And he says a lot of things. And I mean, and then that whole scene, but a lot of his lines, I, I always thought it was, it was. Uh, He's two steps away from tying a woman to a train track. Yeah. No. In this yeah. movie. That's, well, that, it's kind of what he does too with, uh, with, uh, is it Newt Gunray? The, with the, one of the, the Asian stereotypical aliens from the first movie who shows up again. And uh, he really wants Natalie Portman to die. Yeah. And he's like, patience, patience, she will die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's. <laughs> this is the depth. This is the depth. I like. I like to imagine George Lucas like sitting at his pad of paper, and he's got like his tongue out, and he's biting, and he's yes, they're gonna eat it up. He's they're gonna love this. I also think it's unforgivable what they. He looks silly on that little speeder. Oh God! When yeah, they where they've superimposed his, his head face on, on somebody else's body. Yeah, and just the fact that he's this octogenarian on this open air speeder flying through sand. Like again. Nobody gets dirty. And his hair is not moving. Hair is not moving. His cape is moving. His hair isn't moving at all. Yeah. And they did the same thing where they superimposed his head on somebody else's body for the lightsaber fight. Yeah, when he's jumping around. And it's so uneven because you could tell, like, they've tried to lighten it up so you could see his face. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, look, it's Christopher Lee. But the light doesn't match the rest of the the lighting on the body. Hmm. So it's, it's just uncomfortable the whole time. You feel like... You feel like maybe Christopher Lee died, <laughs> which oh, he has I done, know, and which he's done. But it feels like, yeah, exactly. Like movie. while while filming the movie, it's almost like the crow, where like he uh, died while making the movie, and like they had to kind of digitally insert him in there. Oh my god! It's it's uncomfortable, and ultimately, you know, you, he gets he gets what I think George Lucas was hoping to be like a big payoff scene, where he gets like the plans to the Death Star. Yeah, like that's what this. And and I That's and, the and other that part of the long that con. got me thinking too. Where okay, that would have been interesting if maybe like this whole thing, like the long con, like you just said, mm-hmm. the long con of this movie of these movies was not only is it the path of Anakin to becoming Darth Vader, mm-hmm. but it was also Sidious securing the resources yep. and the manpower to create the Death Star to force the universe. Uh, then let's let's not be so. Obscure about that. Yeah, that's let's, a major let's, plot. Let's point. be like, let's be upfront about what that plot is. Let's not hide that because we know what what's coming. We yeah. know that that's going to exist. Mm-hmm. So let's make that a, an upfront plot point about like, there's this thing. You know, I've heard rumblings. I've heard rumblings that you know, and maybe not have it be Sidious or Palpatine. I've heard rumblings that, or, or not have it be Sidious. I've heard rumblings that Palpatine's got something in the works. Right. Some kind, of, some kind of station. A lot of resources. Some kind of space station people. that he's trying to build. Yeah, exactly. And kind of build that. Build the intrigue around that thing. And that would have been great. And you could have utilized Jimmy Smith's a little bit more. <laughs> oh, we like, haven't fucking talked about it. I yet. know, right? Where, where he could have been like, Palpatine, I've heard some rumblings that you've got something in the works. Uh, Project DS. You yeah. know, or, Why have you pulled my team off of this very important project exactly to, for this top secret oh yeah that would have been a great way to do it what are you doing in the orbit around Yavin like you yeah. know you could have thrown that that would have been a cute little thing right it's like, dude but of course yeah it's uh, you're, you've you've got some kind of project going on around oh. the orbit of Yavin and I, and that would have been kind of a nice a nice nod I also take umbrage with how long it took to construct the Death Star because now again we're talking 
30, 20 years another, at least, yeah, another, right? Another 20 years, maybe maybe 19. I feel yeah. like, you know, in this age of 3D printing, <laughs> <laughs> that whatever they had a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, they yeah. had technology to make things a little faster. Yeah. And it is an entire planet. That's true. But uh, still. Well, at least a moon. It's the size, it's the size, it's the of, size a of a moon. There you go. It's no moon, though. <laughs> it's a space station. All right, so we've, we've touched on that. What did Attack of the Clones do wrong? The love story. Yeah. That's the. Yes. It's so. It's painful, Joe. They're yeah. so painful to watch. I couldn't. I tried to trudge through them and I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. It's it, it's it's a one two punch of the dialogue being uh, so 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 wrong. So tone deaf. Not not understanding how two people would have a conversation like this, how to, how to prog- progress a relationship. And then the acting. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess it's a three punch too. The third one being just the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. It is so plotting, yeah, and, and uninteresting it's, to look at, uninteresting to listen to. It's like somebody directing the worst version of the play Splendor in the Grass that you've <laughs> yeah, ever yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, it is very, very high school theater yeah. feeling. Uh-huh. It's it, it, and nobody can save it. No, 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 no. Uh, it's I I agree with you on that too. There you go. It's, wow, this is really the it's like the oddest thing. <laughs> uh, I I think you know it's the the love story is definitely the worst thing that they've that they've put in this movie. It doesn't work. Um, but the uh, <laughs> again I've got to, I've got to touch on the 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 shit like you know the the. the the diner stuff like you, you throw in like shit like the space diner yeah. or the fact that you've diminished your heroes you've diminished your Jedi uh, that that you've got children solving a mystery of <laughs> yeah. where's Kamino mm-hmm. uh, oh you know it's it's here well why can't why can't Obi-Wan figure that out in fact why is this even the mystery why are we even focusing on that right. the mystery should be who the fuck is Sifo-Dyas we've, mm-hmm. we've, we've come up with these names we're saying these names and we're not even exploring who these people are never or why or unanswered questions and nobody's going well, should we use these clones they're kind of cloned from a guy that's turned on us and we just fought we just killed him <laughs> whatever uh, <laughs> like every every turn in this movie is just a bunch of bad writing and there's no forethought it's just stuff that everybody in this film takes at face value mm-hmm. um now there's a lot, I know there was something earlier that we had talked about and I was like I'm going to keep that because that's going to be something I'm going to say is going to be the worst thing and I've completely forgot it at this yeah. point. Uh, but listener, go rewind it, listen to that part, and insert that in here as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's hard to deny that 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 fucking that that love story between Anakin and Padme is horrible. It fails it, it's, on every it level. It fails on every level. The just but on on the highest level is the construction of it from its base. It's the writing of it. Uh, the the direction and the, the the thing that hurts the most is that I've seen both Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen perform at a very competent level. What have you seen him in? Uh, Life is a House. Have you ever seen this movie called Life oh, is a I House? I remember it. That was like the one that came out directly after. Yeah, and he was really good in it. Yeah, he was really good in it. But his relationship with him and Kevin Klein played his father, and he was really good in this movie. And it kind of astounded me that he was so bad in this. Uh, all right, so if we had to go back yeah. and make Attack of the Clones now, uh, how would we do that? And I'm assuming that we're going to go ahead and take into consideration the recasting we did for The Phantom Menace. Yeah, I, I've i had to recast some of my recast because of the age difference uh-huh. now. Uh, so I did do uh, Queen Amidala and what's his name? And Anakin. Anakin Skywalker because I had Emma Roberts in the episode one episode for her. Um, and I had uh, Asa Butterfield. I think we both uh, had Asa, yeah, Asa, Asa Butterfield. Butterfield. 
uh, from that Ender's Game movie. And uh, I, they were both kind of late teenage years uh-huh. uh, actors, and so I want them to be full-on adults. I, I do want the, the span of time to still be significant between episode one and episode two. So these are adults now, so I've, I've made them adults. But everybody else, just a little refresher uh, for, uh, for uh, Palpatine. I had Alan Rickman. Who did you have? Do you remember? I had Mark Strong. You had Mark Strong. Uh, you didn't do Captain Panaka. I didn't. For Obi-Wan, I had James McAvoy. Professor Michael X. Fassbender. You had here. Michael Fassbender, of course. Um, and, Mag- Magneto. <laughs> and I guess that's it. Yeah. All the rest of mine are new. You want right. to ping pong again? Yeah, let's, did that let's, last I, th- time. I think we can ping pong this. Uh, I, I'm going to start with uh, Django Fett. Django. Uh, and I wanted I, I wanted somebody who kind of had the stature. You know, they can't be too tall or they can't be too short because of that <laughs> they line. They need to be just they right. Need to be just right. <laughs> my Django's too tall. <laughs> my Django's too short. <laughs> my Django's just right. Bow, uh, bow, and my Django bow, bow, bow. is Gerard Butler. Because he kind of seems like he could have been a, yeah. a, a mercenary. That's pretty good, and uh, fits fits the role. I want to see a bunch of. Them. Uh, I went with uh, I went with somebody that I really enjoyed. Played a villain in the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Uh, he yeah he uh, Lee Pace as Django Fett. Oh, I uh, like that. Besides, he's going to have to wear that costume for most of the movie, I guess. Uh, but he's also you know you you make him up the right way. He's got kind of a, an imposing presence. He is. Yeah, he's he's scary. Yeah. Uh, did you do Mace Windu? I did do Mace Windu. Woohoo! Let let you go ahead. Sure. First. Um, maybe cliche, but uh, you need somebody who who's who's got that stature. Um, and I want to stick with the African American because it was a big deal. Welcome I mean, to the party, pal. Exactly. Uh, man, what about Denzel Washington as Mace Windu? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a line from a Denzel movie. <laughs> Tatooine didn't Death Star didn't <laughs> wait, We didn't wait. land on the Death Star The Death Star landed on us We land on Tatooine There you go Tatooine landed on us <laughs> um, Alright well then I, I went with Will Smith Oh see there you go yeah. I almost went that direction yeah, that's, too That's who I went with <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brush your go. teeth uh-uh. <laughs> Look both ways before you cross the street uh, What do you have next uh, Alright do, do we want to do Because I've got Count Dooku Yes Padme and Anakin That's what I have as well Okay so should we do... Let's do Count Dooku last Count, since it's a Christopher, since it's Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, in honor of Christopher Lee. Okay, and so... And my other two are recast recasts. Padme. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing the same Padme I did last did time. Did you? Okay. I went with uh, Amber Tamblin. I like that. I think she can still... She can yeah, still yeah. play... Yeah, it's still play... a good play. role because she's feisty and fiery. Yes. Uh, and married to David Cross in real life. Which I, I just learned. <laughs> Sarah and I were talking about that this <laughs> week. I was like, little creepy. what? Little creepy. Creepier on her end than his, yeah. I would argue. Yeah. Uh, well, I my Emma Roberts has all grown up. And she has grown up into a Rose Julia Byrne. Roberts. Oh, <laughs> Rose Byrne, who was oh, in this movie. Great. Yeah, yeah. she's That's right. She's uh, one of the handmaidens, right? Dorme. Is she the one who gets... Uh, no, she's no, not she the one that gets die. blown up. She she's the die. one that cries. She's like, oh, you're leaving. That's right. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. we're bringing her back, and she's going to do a much better job as an adult <laughs> Queen Amidala. She's like, I got to come back to this shit. <laughs> uh, all right. And then finally, we're at uh, Adult Anakin, huh? Adult Anakin. Uh, I went ahead and uh, and picked. I don't know if you saw this movie, Joel, hmm. called Tron Legacy. Oh yes, I, I did. I went with uh, the guy who played Sam Flynn, Garrett Hedlund. Yes, he is. What else has he been in? Because he, he's good in that. He was in some movie where he played a cowboy, I think, once. All right, yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. That's it. That's all I remember. I uh, and you might notice a little a little theme um, because I had James McAvoy as Obi Wan, uh-huh. and I had Queen Am- Rose Byrne as Queen Amidala. So I you stole. First class? Yeah. Did you go? Did you go, uh, uh, Michael Fassbender? I went Fassbender as my Anakin. Okay, so think about it. He's tall, right? Uh-huh. So yeah. finally, we get a tall actor who can who can 
I can't he think. needs to be tall. He, yeah, because Darth Vader's going to be tall. I'm trying to think of the original actor for Darth Vader. David Prowse. David Prowse. Thank you. Yes, tall like him, built, and we know that he can be both a good guy. In, in, in other movies, yeah, uh, and then somewhat sinister in in other movies as well. Yes. Uh, so Michael. Fa- oh yeah. Speaking of him, did you see that Steve Jobs? Yeah, I, I oh, posted okay. the trailer. Yeah, you posted it on my Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. See, so it there looks you go. good. It There's looks really good. Who is conflicted? Who you you're simultaneously rooting for and against? Yeah. So no, it looks fantastic. Fast bender. All right, let's bring up the rear. Count Dooku. <laughs> All right, how, who I have you to got? Chuckle every time I say Dooku. <laughs> um, I went. This is a guy who kind of looks like him and has his same speech pattern, uh-huh. uh, but more importantly, is still with us. Yeah. And his name is Donald Sutherland. As nice. Count Dooku. That's really good. Yeah. Follow the money. <laughs> follow, follow the money. Follow the money, Obi-Wan. Uh, I, went with, uh, I went a little outside the box on this one. Oh, no. Uh, I went with Morgan Freeman. Oh, dude, that was my runner-up. Oh, was it? I was totally going to do that. <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> I think Morgan Freeman would be fantastic. Join me and together we could destroy the Sith. I'd love it if all of his lines were just delivered as narration in the third person. Like he, he's talking to somebody. Like, Obi-Wan didn't know what, uh, what Count Dooku was up to. Count Dooku came into the cell and offered Obi-Wan a deal. I'm right here. Why but are you talking Obi-Wan to wasn't having it. I can't understand. Who are you talking to right now? Yeah, uh, and I'm going to go with uh, with Danny Boyle again directing. Danny Boyle again. Uh Oh, I had David Yates from the last four Harry Potter movies. That's last right. time, I want to mix it up a little bit because I think uh, we're in the the era where Star Wars has different directors. Uh-huh. How about Peter Jackson? Love it. He can uh, he can love it as long as he doesn't it. extend this out to three movies. <laughs> Episodes one, part one, <laughs> yeah. part two, and part three. Yep. Uh, if you've got any thoughts about Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, uh, thoughts about our recasting, or just what we've had to say, or if we missed something and you're like screaming at the podcast and like, guys, you haven't talked about this. Uh, go ahead and talk back to us on our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook in the search bar. Type in The Editing Bay. Find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. That's where you talk back to us. And if you have any suggestions for movies, that's where you would type those out as well. We also have a website, right, Joe? We sure do. It is www. I don't know why I say that anymore. Editingbay.com. Please go there. Uh, bookmark it. And uh, I'm actually in the process, or soon will be in the process, of updating our archives. Because it was pointed out that uh, you can't listen to our old episodes. In fact, we did an old episode about uh, all these Star Wars prequels. We kind of right. talked about all three of them in one. Uh, and if you search your podcasting app, you're not going to find it. You're going to have to go to the nextwave-radio.com to find that. Or soon you'll be able to go to editingbay.com to find it. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at the editing bay. Add the in there. Uh, where we're always going to tweet out what the next uh, episode is and uh, see some pictures and uh, <laughs> make a little preview of what we thought about this week's film. We've also got George's Goiter. That's right. As uh, was one of our one of our Twitter accounts. Uh, I'd I'm love sure. it if that overtook at the editing bay. <laughs> which which it won't until no, until don't. we start doing something yeah. with it. Baby steps. Uh, which I mean, this episode would be perfect for us to post something right? with George's Goiter. Oh, well, maybe we will. <laughs> maybe we will. I credit George's Goiter for the romance writing in Star Wars <laughs> Episode Two: Attack yeah, of the Clones. Guys, if you. <laughs> All the love coming from my goiter. Uh, all right. So if you guys download our episodes uh, on your Apple device, the podcasting app would be great if you would leave us a review and uh, and a rating. Five-star rating would be preferable. All you have to do, go through your podcasting app, uh, go to your search function, put in Next Wave Space Radio, and that'll bring up all of our Next Wave shows. Just click on the editing bay. Honestly, click on all of our shows, but right now, sure. click on the editing bay, uh, click on the review option, and then click five stars, and then uh, write us a review. We've We've got 
got a couple of more uh, a couple more ratings, which we thank you for Yay. that. Uh, but you didn't leave reviews. Leave us reviews. Son of a bitch. We, would, we love that. We want to hear what you think. Uh, leave us some reviews for that. Also, leave reviews for our other shows. There's MVP with mm. Matthew and Danny. They talk about sports and sports entertainment with wrestling. Uh, we've also got My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam. Uh, the 8-Bit Gladiators with Jeff, John, and Jay. And uh, John, uh, Jeff and I, we also do a first-run movie talk right here on the Editing Bay Podcast channel with Afternoon Delight. Love and uh, coming up next week, <laughs> or wait, no, it's going to be this week, yeah. I think, is our, our episode about Terminator Genesis. Oh. Oh, my God. You already saw it? It's uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so bad. Oh. It's so bad. Uh-oh. I'm supposed Spoiler to go see alert. it on Sunday. It's, oh. Now I don't want to. Joel, you don't want to see this movie. I, know. I didn't want to already. I feel like I'm getting dragged Did you it. see Tomorrowland? I didn't see that either, and I wanted to because <laughs> no, I love Brad Bird. I know. Well, I listen. Your, your episode actually on that turned me away from it. I'll don't, have to rent it. This uh, Terminator's worse than Tomorrowland. All right, there you it's, go. It's so this bad. This is my excuse for getting out of seeing yeah, it. Get out of it. Thank you. Uh, all right, so guys, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, Next week, have no idea what we're going to do yet. We are officially on Baby Watch. Yes. All right, so we're on Harper Watch. Joel's going to be out of town, and uh, and so we're not quite sure yet what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try to get maybe a guest in, or maybe Jeff and I are going to do an alternate commentary for like for Tremors like or idea. something. We will have something here for you next week. Just not sure what it is, and it may not be me. So catch so so catch us next week. Uh, we are the Editing Bay. Uh, we'll see you later. Yes. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.